please enjoy part three of our chat with Neil. If you missed the first two parts, feel free to go back and listen to those for full context. One thing I'm curious about, and we brought it up in our famous eight-minute episode with Josh E., but uh, as you can see, Neil, unfortunately, the fans can't. Co-host Mikey and I both have phenomenal mustaches at the moment. Well, I have a full beard. Yeah, Mikey kind of broke the pledge, but the Mikey's face, Mikey's face looks like the equivalent of the snow 48 hours afterwards. It was probably beautiful at one point. Now it's in the slush phase. It's dirty. It's muddy. It's patchy. You don't know if part of it is beard or, you know, if it's snow or if it's pavement or if it's a pool of water. No, I'm just joking. Both of your mustaches look fantastic. Movember clearly came almost a year early or a month late. Never ended. But look at, but but you are right. Just look at this complete empty spot right here. What is that? Oh, that is unpleasant. Why does that happen? Anyway, uh, to get to the point of our question, or just thoughts. But Neil, as people cannot see, has you know a full, robust beard, and you have had it for. Uh, 12 years, 10 years. This beard was grown on the batch on the bachelor party of chill with Phil guest John in wow. June of 2010. We were on John's bachelor party in New Orleans. We had just gotten back from Bourbon Street. I had had many hurricanes, which it's rum with some passion fruit juice. And I had many of those in my system. I had lots of beads around my neck. And I looked in the mirror of the hotel bathroom of my room and I thought we should grow a beard. And this beard has been unshaved, trimmed many a time, but unshaved since June, 2010. You know, I did it. And then Ben Affleck came out with Argo, bitch stole my look. Yeah. And you know, and it's actually a lot more bit. work. It's a lot more work than you would think. You got to keep it neat. You don't want to get one of those big bushy like beards where someone's like, dude, you got, I think there's a falafel ball stuck in your beard. You don't want that. You don't want that. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Josh, you gave some good tips. I guess I would love to hear. I mean, that's a hell of an origin story. Like a lot of things uh, that started near Bourbon Street, but do you ever consider getting rid of it? Like, I thought that I would do it for a friend's wedding. Mm -hmm. you know because it'd be nice to go really just clean shaven and I thought maybe lose it for a friend's wedding but the weddings came the weddings went <laughs> and I kind of like it I don't know and sometimes if you're lucky not everyone but I, I'll get these little auburn highlights it's sort of like Ooh. it's like trying to catch the northern lights I mean sometimes they come out sometimes they don't uh, you're not sure if you're going to get them but I don't know. I'm enjoying the beard. I feel I feel like it's a nice community to be part of. Yeah. And my advice, I think you mentioned advice, not on grooming, but if you're going to go, if you're going to try a beard, you know how when you're trying a new show, you got to give it more than the first episode? Yeah. You can't just you can't just judge based on the pilot. So, you can't give a beard 24 hours and then get rid of it. It's going to be itchy. Give it 10 days or 2 weeks if you're not feeling it after the 2 weeks then you can get rid of it. But I felt like it was itching like crazy for the first week or two. And then after two weeks, you forget the things even on your face. 
right. but there have been strong there have been strong efforts on the part of my mother to get me to shave said beard money has been offered um reverse psychology has been offered i think she she told me i look like a rabbi which i thought that was supposed to be a compliment but if you're going to try to use it to get me to shave the beard that's not going to work either she told me that it looks like that magnet game with the iron filings she's like yeah you look like one of those games it's really disgusting woolly willy and so no what was, what was the game called i think his name is woolly willy no yeah that's his name i i know i shouldn't have said his last name but uh, we're not so by that that bri bribery reverse psychology you know intense disparagement all have been used but i've i've stayed strong how long do you think it would take to grow back to this length if you fully shaved it? I think it would probably take three to three weeks, three or four weeks. Wow. A very young man like myself, take an hour or two. If yeah, you guys want to take a quick break, I'll shave by nine o'clock. You won't be able to see my jawline. jawline. No, it would take three to four weeks, I think. All right. Um, well, yeah. Well, we do have to dive into our traditional uh, end questions. And uh, I know Mikey likes to kick it off with his... Uh, with his uh, grand slam. All right, <laughs> Neil. So, when I heard that you listened to this podcast, the number of listeners that went down who are young business executives. Did I? Was that English? Is it? Are I, we still broadcasting I, I in English? That's why. That's why I turned my head afterwards. I got confused. I messed up. The number plummeted. The listenership of young executives plummeted when I heard that you listened to this because. As you know, you're not a young executive, business executive. Um, then I heard that Mike, one of our or the other guests, listened. Guys in finance shot right back up. I think the number right now stands at about 50%. The markets are fluctuating. My God, there's been a lot of volatility it, in the it's markets. It's been weird, huh? for sure. But um, it's still, that's still enough people that I feel like we need to ask. What's some business advice you'd give to a young executive? I have, I would say if you're looking to take your corporation to the next level, you need to start listening to Chill with Phil. Or we'll leave it at that. Why? Why do you need to start listening? How will it improve your business? What will it do for your product? You'll have to tune in to find out. Wow. Oh man, it's kind of marketing we've been talking about. Oh, we got to cut that sound clip, get that on the waves. But they'll they'll never hear that though. Kind I mean, of. I know people are afraid of Netflix, and there aren't that many people Netflix is afraid of. But <laughs> if you start listening to Chill with Phil, you're gonna start to make some waves. You know, I think Ted Sarandos is gonna start looking over his shoulder. What's going on here? You guys feeling that rumbling? Someone's been listening to Chill with Phil. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. Well, Ted, we're actually open to a show. I mean, I know they're doing a show with uh, Headspace or Calm, the meditation app. So I think we could be a cool companion piece, but also watch your back. Um, all right. On to Sound Guy Dan's uh, original question. Uh, Sound Guy Dan can't be here. That's okay. Some personal differences with uh, guest Neil. Um, if, you could, uh, if you could put a quote on a billboard for the whole world to see, what would it be? Hmm. Probably for a good time, 
Call 201-566-2018. But for a great time, call 914-582-8790. Don't wait. Call now. Mike, you were, we're compromised. I mean, you gotta go dark. the whole point of the no last name thing is no doxing, and he just up and doxed you. You guys just totally outed your... Are those numbers yours? Wait, is the second one not Mikey's? No. What? I have no idea. I, you know, I just was inspired. But I do have a favorite billboard, though. It's not really a billboard because it's on the side of a building. But when Jon Stewart was the host of The Daily Show, I don't know if this is still there, but The Daily Show taped on 52nd and 11th. And there's a big, if it's not a billboard, it's a big poster or sign of him on 57th and 11th. And you'd think it would, it was like a big picture of his face. And you'd think it would say The Daily Show, like right here. And instead it says, for Larry Flynn's Hustler Club, go one block down and take a right. <laughs> Fantastic <laughs> billboard. That's awesome. That's really good. Yeah. Mikey, why are you banned from uh, there again? Uh, me and a few of the... Was it Tandy? A couple of the workers there. <laughs> we got into it. Gotcha. Um, Anyways. Yeah. Well, our last uh, proper question. Let's go All ahead. Right. Hey, uh, Neil, what's your all-time favorite book? All-time favorite book, it's tough because, you know, different books speak to you at different times. Sign language is certainly up there. Jerry Seinfeld's book. Mm. This is a cliche one, but The Great Gatsby is fantastic. I've read that a bunch of times. Um, I didn't care for your guys ragging on oh Remains of the Day. Don't, don't even go there. That is not right. Remains of the Day is terrible. What happened to that year at Ramaz? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I love Kaz, uh, Kazi Shiguro's other books, okay? Never Let Me Go is one of my favorites, but... Pop loves, Pop, Pop like Bob Odenkirk, loves all of Kazi Shiguro's <laughs> other works. Yeah, Pop has that tattoo on his abs. It says exactly. Ishiguro. Um, wow. All you right. know which book was great, which I, which I have recommended since I read it? Springsteen's memoir was incredible. Really? It's a huge book. It's like five, 600 pages, but he so obviously wrote it unlike a lot of other celebrity memoirs and it's just awesome. That's cool. I can mess with that. Um, you know what I always thought was funny? Paul Reiser wrote a book, like another one of these kind of celebrities who write these books and he started it on like page 225 so that if people if people asked, how, what are you reading? How's it going? He's like, you could say, I just started. I'm on page 225. It's flying. It's flying. Feels I thought like, that was some good shtick. It's kind of like, like this podcast. Yeah. Let's talk to risers, people. That feels I like started on page I started on episode four. It's flying by. Like you said. Exactly. Exactly. Because it also, yeah, you should speak to Paul Riser's people because no one's had real staying power in the industry like Paul Riser. <laughs> I mean, people are just binging mad about you. I think there's a bidding war for it. No disrespect. He is actually very I love, funny. I, I happen to love Paul Reiser. Wow. Good luck booking him on Steve's show after this comes out. <laughs> oh, Steve Arino. Steve Arino. <laughs>